If you attended PCMA Convening Leaders last week, it's possible that you are still riding high on a wave of inspiration and insight that will help to fuel your 2021. If not, keep listening to hear some of my takeaways on why Convening Leaders was the virtual event we all needed. I'm Jen Salerno, and this is The Courtesy Block, a chip off the Room Block podcast. Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for joining me for another Courtesy Block episode of the Room Block podcast. These episodes are designed to be a little shorter, bite size, less commitment for the listener, much like a Courtesy Block agreement is compared to a regular hotel contract. This week, I'll be recapping the PCMA Convening Leaders Conference that was held last week and bring to you some of my takeaways and highlights from both attending and participating in the event. For those of you who have attended Convening Leaders in the past, which I have for the past several years, it is one of the best ways to kick off the new year. It's always held in early January, and it is the time for so many in our industry to come together, to see each other after the holidays, and to kick off the new year with some incredible education and connecting. This year was actually both extremely different, but no different at the same time. We have all been to our share of virtual events by now, and I think a lot of us were curious about how convening leaders would be when we're so used to a major part of that event being about networking and seeing our colleagues and coworkers and the little conversations we would have in the hallways. How would that be translated into a virtual event? I can say, and based on the feedback that I've seen on social media and in other places, PCMA absolutely nailed it. First of all, let's just talk about the actual virtual experience itself. PCMA used a platform called Juno. Juno had a lot of elements that we've seen in other virtual platforms, such as networking capabilities and chat and Q&A sections in each of the sessions. However, there was something about Juno that felt different to me. And I suppose I don't know if it was the platform itself or maybe just the quality of the attendees that were actually on the platform. I mean, you probably all noticed if you were in a session that the chats were going crazy. The level engagement was so high. There were the little emojis that you could click on and give props to a speaker if you liked what they were saying. It just felt like it was alive. In a way, it felt like you were in a room instead of just sitting behind a screen in your own house. So I really have to commend PCMA and Juno for the virtual experience. The variety of session types was another big win for this conference. In addition to keynotes and regularly scheduled sessions, there were also opportunities for people to get together and lead a conversation just in groups of people, various topics. There were wellness sessions, meditation, yoga, a lot of different one-on-one opportunities. And then for the sponsors and vendors, they each had their own special area as well, which I felt like really gave everybody a chance to have a different kind of interactive experience. I felt like it was incredibly easy to navigate and looked really sharp. Now, as far as the content itself, this was truly a world-class conference. And I don't recall in the past if the different speakers have been from around the world as much as they obviously were in this particular case, which, you know, B 
being virtual made it so much easier to not only have a wide range of attendees, but also to have a wide range of speakers from all over the world. This really seemed to enhance the experience, especially in the situation that we're in now, which is, you know, the United States is still in this situation of the pandemic where things are still very much difficult, locked down in some cases where you had speakers from Australia, where it's a completely different experience. And they were almost able to bring us information from the future. So it was so valuable to have speakers from all over the world in this way. I felt like the education was the exact right tone that we needed for this particular point in time. Things are in such disarray all around us. And listening to the different sessions, I felt a sense of calm and grounding because I'm listening to different experts talking and, again, giving us their insights from almost the future. And you realize it's going to be okay. And what I've been listening to and seeing and experiencing over the last year, it's not normal and it's not necessarily reality. And there was such a wide variety of content, and it really spoke to every single attendee, whether or not you were a planner or a supplier, or in many cases, people that are neither right now and maybe just independent and just trying to stay connected to the industry like I am. You had sessions that talked about what our customers are going to be looking for as we move into the next stage of recovery. You had sessions that talked about the most effective ways to market to customers as we move forward. You had sessions that talked about how we as individuals can conduct ourselves or to use what we've learned in the past year to push forward into 2021. We learned about the different ways that we have shared connections, shared opportunities, shared challenges. We learned about how to innovate and some of the risks of innovation or the risks of not innovating and the ways that you can overcome these conversations with both your leaders and how to involve your employees and how to handle it as far as your different stakeholders. There was so much there, and I felt like the buzz around the topics was just that uh, there was really something for everybody, and it was so relevant and applicable to what everyone needed to hear right now. And honestly, to see and engage with the different attendees and to see familiar names that you haven't seen or talked to in months in these different chat rooms and realize that we are all going through the same experience, it just lent such a sense of community, the sense that we've all been lacking and missing for so long. So I think that was just another really key point of what made this such a successful event. The other thing that PCMA always does so well is they know how to tug at our heartstrings and how to take an experience that's educational, but also bring this incredible sense of warmth and unity and community to it as well. For example, the encore performance by the Detroit Academy of Arts and Sciences Choir. I mean, they were amazing last year in San Francisco, and they were amazing to see again this year. Such a welcome group of kids to see. Such an incredible group, so talented and uplifting. Another session that really stood out to me was to see the former Prime Minister of Australia, Julia Gillard, be interviewed by moderator Hallie Ransom. 
Here are some of the words that I wrote down while I was listening to her talk. Leadership, empathy and strength, resiliency, purpose. I mean, what amazing topics and ideas for someone to talk about, especially during this time. The idea that you need both empathy and strength to lead and that you need to have resiliency and purpose in order to move ahead and to carry you through your career. You need to put your purpose into words. Write it down. Read it often. Come back to it. I mean, just such wonderful ideas. She also talked about how do we deal with the big challenges and uncertainty that we're in currently and how you just need to stay informed as best as you can and to make decisions with the information that you have at the time and to not be afraid to make a decision and then review it and revise it. She said leadership is a process. It's just about testing and reviewing. You need to break down the challenges. And it's okay to say, I don't know, or I'm going to sleep on it. She talks about not making static decisions and to create time to think. It was creating this time to think that was really one of my favorite points because I'm very much a proponent of the power of the pause. And, you know, that's one way that I've gotten through this past year is to just consider it a massive pause for all of us. I think I've talked about it on the show before, but the way that she was talking about it was how we, we tend to put importance on the things that are urgent, but we need to step back and to put more emphasis on the things that are important and to stop and think about what those are instead of just acting on the things that are urgent all the time. Instead of the pause, she called it the cone of silence that she likes to delve into once in a while. And I just thought that was such a cool thing. I was also inspired by her commentary on how we are going to reshape workplaces and talent markets uh, because the talent market has expanded now. Um, it's not restricted to the traditional constraints of location. You know, Now you really can pick the best person for the job, you have a massive pool to choose from. And that's, you know, exciting, scary for <laughs> some of us, I suppose, who are in the job market. Um, but really, it, it kind of gives it should give everybody a lot of hope as far as just the power and the quality that can enter into our different places of business by having such an expanded reach of not only people that we are catering to, but people that we are going to be working alongside. And the entire conversation was so enhanced by the incredible moderation of Holly Ransom. I have so enjoyed watching Holly over the last few years at PCMA as the host and MC and watching her interview the various speakers. I mean, she just does such a wonderful job. She has such poise and grace. And truly, you know, I would say she's definitely one of my idols in this space uh, because I'm such a fan of the moderation process. Um, so it was really fun for me to watch her talk to somebody that held such a prominent position and um, just to watch how Holly handled the conversation so smoothly and brought so much to it. And on that note, I would love to dive into the topic of moderation because it really is near and dear to my heart. I consider what I do on the show on the room block as moderating conversation between two individuals or maybe three at times. And I feel like it's something that can really make or break how the conversation goes. That's why I was so completely honored to be able to participate this year 
in six different sessions and lead the live Q&A sections of these different sessions. Now, granted, the Q&A, they weren't coming from me. The, the, the cues were coming from the audience. Uh, they weren't coming from me, although I was certainly prepared with my own questions in case there were not any that were coming in from the audience. But of course, knowing the attendees of Convening Leaders, there were always plenty of questions. But just from my experience of watching Holly or other moderators over the last few years and how they guide and lead conversations, I knew that there really is a big opportunity to bring a better experience for the attendees by leading the Q&A section in the right way. And while I have now had, I don't know, 15 or so episodes of The Room Block, it's talking to people that are in my industry and that I, I know what topics they're talking about. It's a little easier to come at them with a sense of curiosity and to know what kind of questions to ask them because we're talking about things that are already near and dear to my heart. Now, in this case, I've got speakers who I don't know them. I've never met them before. And again, the questions are not necessarily coming from me, but I do need to pose them in a way where it seems like it's more of a conversation. And it's funny because I, I'll be completely honest. I was incredibly nervous about doing this. Again, yes, I, I do it on the show, but I also know that I was doing it in front of hundreds of people <laughs> in these sessions. And it was kind of cool to not really see everybody, although I think I would have really enjoyed seeing the energy of the audience. But I suppose it made it a little more comfortable <laughs> in this case, especially as I was a first timer in this kind of setting. In a particular, a setting that involved a conference that is pretty much the biggest conference in our industry and one that I'm always so proud to attend. So really had carried a lot of weight for me to be able to do this. So it was really pretty amazing for me to watch my progression from my first session on Wednesday to my sixth and final session on Friday. I would say by my third session, I felt like I had a system down and a process and I was finally able to breathe a little easier and relax and, and actually just have fun with it. So um, while I was sad to not be able to be as involved in the chat as I would have wanted to be with everybody else, it was fun to to lead the questions and to engage with these speakers who were just such incredible people. And And here's the thing. This is why it's so meaningful for me to be a part of something like this, because I have been sitting in the audience for years and I'm the person that, you know, I always sit kind of up front because I can't see very well. So I really want to see the screen and I want to see the speaker's face and I want to hear what they're saying very clearly. And I just sit there and I let it wash over me. I get so inspired. I mean, I have laughed and I have cried in these different sessions you know, over the years. And I'm always so energized by what happens at these conferences. That's why it's so important for me and it's so exciting for me to be on the other side and to help possibly contribute to someone else's experience in the same way, um, even in a small part, as simple as asking questions from the audience. But it is my desire and my goal to take even a more active place in building session or building conference content and leading people through conversations at these different sessions, because 
it really just to me, I, I just know the experiences that I've had and that I've taken away and what it's brought to me in the past. And I would love to turn around and do that for others. So I guess we have one takeaway for any conference organizers that might be listening. You know, when you have a choice between choosing a moderator that might just be somebody that's an employee of yours or somebody that maybe just isn't all that vested in the in the conversation, it it could be worth trying to find somebody that is a professional in this space because you you see what Holly Ransom has done for this conference and and you have the potential to bring more to your audience when you are able to engage the the conversation to engage the speakers i mean assuming that your goal is to send people away from your event with the same energy that i'm giving you now and telling you that i experienced from attending this event after watching it then it pays to have somebody who's able to do that for your audience. This is, of course, an area that I do feel particularly passionate about. But as Julia Gillard spoke about, human beings solve problems by talking. So it's definitely worth it to think about how we can bring all of our conversations to the next level. Well, that concludes my recap of PCMA Convening Leaders 2021. Well done, PCMA. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and see you next week in the Room Block.